0: Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast for The Late Show with my producer, Becca. Uh, Becca, how long have you been producing this podcast?
1: I've been producing this podcast for two years now.
0: And your favorite thing about
1: it? The extended moments, for sure.
0: Right, because sometimes I'll interview like a big star for 25 minutes. And we can only put like 14 minutes on air. Where can people get that?
1: On The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: And who produces that?
1: Uh, I, I help out. It's a team effort.
0: You're listening to Comedy Central.
2: Hey, it's Roy Wood Jr. We've got a little something different for
1: you today. Now, you remember before the pandemic, you could stand around a water cooler and talk to your coworkers? We used to call it water cooler conversations, even though there was never really a water cooler there. Anyway, two of my good friends, Daily Show correspondent Dulce Sloan and Daily Show writer Josh Johnson, are known around the building for their water cooler conversations, and they turned it into a podcast. This is your chance to hear these two people go back and forth the way we get to hear it all the time in the hallway. The podcast is called Hold Up. Have a listen.
2: Hello, friends. Welcome to Hold Up. It's me, Dulce Sloan. Introducing again, because Josh looks sleepy. Thank you all for joining the show again. Uh, Josh, what you doing? Where you at?
1: Uh, hi, I'm Josh Johnson, uh, and I'm the also co-host of... Yeah, so Hold Josh is
2: the co-host. Listen, if you listen to this show, you know that usually Josh does the intros. But again, I've, like I said, I'm being a crumb bum. I need to do some heavy... I also need to participate, you know? I'm sure people are like, well, how come Dulce never does the intros? You're right. How come I never do the intros? Probably because... Josh is better at it because he has a plan. I just start speaking
1: um, uh, that's, that's and I look forward fine. to see what happens. Huh? Yeah, yeah, we all look forward to it when you start and we're like, <laughs> what's next? Uh,
2: Rude! The subject of today's show, I don't know if you all are ready, is lasagna versus spaghetti. Now, like the chocolate versus vanilla episode, I'm going to give you a do-do-do moment. For one, you decide in your heart where you fall on the lines of lasagna versus Spaghetti. All right? So let me give you that moment. Josh, where do you stand on this?
1: I'm spaghetti all day. (laughs) All right. I'm spaghetti all the way around till they turn to spaghettios. All right? Oh, no. I'm a spaghetti nonstop.
2: Joshua, tell us why you chose
1: mm-hmm.
2: a spaghetti.
1: Okay, so first of all, spaghetti isn't just the basil and marinara that people imagine, there is pasta limon. There's so many different ways to use spaghetti. There's so many different toppings you can have on spaghetti. Pasta
2: limon is pasta with lemon juice and butter, probably?
1: It's a butter, lemon, and a little bit of cheese. Is there any pepper? There's pepper.
2: They better be gone.
1: <laughs> like it's up to me. Like <laughs> like it, like it's my recipe. Like hey, man, better. I'm just saying. All right, anyway... <laughs> I'm, very, I''m very sorry to digress for a second, but I heard I I went into um, a restaurant mm-hmm. and it smelled of mayonnaise to the what point kind of where restaurant? I was like no it was just a regular like all-American restaurant, but mm. when I walked in I could smell the mayonnaise and I was like I'm I'm ordering. Mm. A cut of fish, and I am leaving <laughs> because I don't want anything else from this place that could possibly have some sort of mayo base they didn't tell me about.
2: I hear you. Although I am someone who likes mayo.
1: I I know that there are lots of ways in which you are but wrong. But I don't. Gabby, you know I mean? you're a great person. You, I admire you as a human being, but you have your flaws, and that's one of them.
2: I also don't like ketchup.
1: This is all for another day.
2: <laughs> Listen, we already learned in the tomato episode on the on the tomato soup versus chicken soup that I don't like ketchup. Gotcha. We already know this.
1: No, I know, I know. I'm just saying. Right now, we can only disagree at one thing per episode at all a right. time.
2: Sustained, sustained. And so I'll yours? just
1: I'll, I'll round out the spaghetti thing by saying that it is uh, incredibly. Incredibly versatile, in, in the types of dishes that you can have on in the it.
2: Types, of, oh, okay, okay, okay. I won't interrupt. Go ahead, go ahead. In
1: the in the ways that you can use it. Also, there's a, there's something to be said. Now, this is this is a thin line.
0: Mm. It's a
1: thin line either way. Before you're a crazy person. Uh-huh. But if someone is cooking and they really know how to cook and they can give you the firmness of noodle that you desire, that's another thing that just levels up spaghetti to me, you know?
2: So someone can give it to you to the al dente that you like.
1: I think that that, I think the fact that that range is there, it's precarious, but it's also an extra thing that just lets you level up your meal. You know, maybe you like a slightly, slightly, slightly firm noodle. All right. We're not talking, You're talking about, about a, a rare spaghetti. Noodle. No, no, I'm not talking about rare <laughs> spaghetti. And how dare you even imply that I would that I would eat rare spaghetti. Sometimes I think that you think I'm a monster because <laughs> w- what kind of person wants their spaghetti rare? All right. Or hard. Or I'm talking about a slightly firmer noodle.
2: Is that what you get? Ramen? People like. Because ramen's too firm for me sometimes. Like, I have to let it sit.
1: Yeah, yeah. You have to let soup. it soak a little bit. Yeah, it get a little softer, a so little like chewier. Your spe-
2: so medium rare.
1: I medium. don't want any rare. I don't like any <laughs> rareness. I'm just saying there are people out there who like a rareness, <laughs> in a sense, to their noodle. It's still a bendy noodle. It's not like the thing's going to snap. If any person is eating noodles that snap, you're not eating noodles. You're eating garbage. You
2: didn't know somebody who would eat dry spaghetti noodles?
1: Not that I would talk to.
2: Listen, you don't know that person's in your life until you see it. But I also know that like you can you like I saw what
1: was something. that what was that no 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 no, no we're not just going to move on the way that you, okay so for people who are only listening to the podcast you didn't see the face that I saw Dulce said so she takes a sip first of all and then and then you took a pause that didn't seem to be for me you took a pause where you were just looking in general you were just lo- like looking down. It's
2: it's when you it's it's like when someone eats like you ever met somebody who who will eat like raw ramen, like the like you ever seen a human being do this? Like they'll take a pack of ramen.
1: I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And right now, this moment in time, he's in jail,
2: as he should be.
1: As he should be.
2: Anybody I've ever met that really did that, or uh, your white folks—they have a recipe. For like, it's like a Chinese chicken salad. You know, it's got your celery, it's got your cabbage, it's got your carrots, it's got your, you know, your breast meat chicken. And then there's almonds, like slivered almonds, and then for some reason, crushed up ramen. And then like a sauce. And I'm like, wait, why is there uncooked I'd have been more on point. I'd have been more on board with cooked ramen mm-hmm. than uncooked ramen as a topic.
1: Yeah, I mean, what's
2: up the crunchy in your salad? No, no. <laughs> when it comes to a spaghetti, no one. I do have to preface this by saying I'm not really a pasta person. Okay. All right, all right. I'm also not really a bread person. I'm also not really a beer person. Because this is just the holy trinity of wheat. Don't look at me like that. Okay. Listen, because there's bread.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Pasta is wet bread.
1: Beer is bread you can drink. I really don't need the conspiracy theories. I'm yeah, just here.
2: It's not conspiracy.
1: I'm just here. Look
2: at how they make pasta.
1: Trying to Look understand. what they
2: use to make beer. How you Look chose what they use.
1: <sighs> lasagna over spaghetti.
2: I chose lasagna mm-hmm. because one, is one of Garfield's favorite foods. Two.
1: <laughs> this, <I>, all right. <laughs> All I right, all right. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That
2: was not the real reason. But lasagna is grandfather's favorite food. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, like I, you know, I cook like I've cooked. Yeah, when You yeah. came over for Christmas. Yeah. You saw the yeah. whole thing that I put together. Um, Lasagna has always seemed like a very hard thing to make to me.
1: Mm-hmm. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Because one thing I want to talk about in the episode later is how both of these things can go awry. Because I factored it into my decision.
2: That's what I also factored into my decision. We can talk about it now because lasagna is so much harder to make. Also, they've been doing this new stunt with lasagna because, like, you know, I do the Daniel Fast every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google it. I'm not explaining it. I do the Daniel Fast every year. It's an Old Testament Fast because, you know, your girl saved safe, Five filled with the Holy Ghost. And so I remember I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make some vegan pasta. I'm going to make vegan lasagna. Okay. Right. I went and got the fucking cashew milk ricotta. Okay. I got the little fake meat crumblings and what they had, I went and bought these. Listen, did it came out the way I wanted to? Absolutely the fuck not. For some reason with lasagna. Now they've come out with non boiled noodles.
1: So Lego pieces.
2: Yes. So they're like, Oh, you don't need to boil them. You will need to boil them. And I was like, who is this lazy motherfucker that started asking for this option? Because they were like, oh, the sauce, it'll cook. What happens is the pasta, while it's in the oven, sucks all of the moisture out of the tomato sauce. Yeah. To the point that for the pasta to be cooked, your tomato sauce is now a tomato paste.
1: So, yeah. So when you're not yeah. going
2: that route, right. So mm-hmm. when you get a nice, you ever had a Stouffer's lasagna?
1: I've had a lot of different types of lasagna. No, no, that's I,
2: not what I asked you. I yeah. asked you, did you have that big... 10 pound fucking Stouffer's lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my mom, she would get the meat and the veggie one because mm-hmm. the veggie one had a white sauce and that was a fucking thing. They started getting it when I was like maybe like in high school or like middle school and high school and it was a fu- Now listen, you had to put it in the oven and then what my mom would do is like when it was like halfway so when it wasn't always like done, when it wasn't all the way done, done. So you could tell it just, I had finally just defrosted because it's the most frozen thing. Yeah. She'd come through, she'd doctor that bitch up. She'd put more meat in, like, especially with, like, the meat one. She'd put more meat in it. she put more cheese in that bitch. And she'd be like, okay, now it's ready, you know? So, like, because I was, because I've never really been a pasta person. Mm-hmm. Lasagna is really the only thing that I've liked because it's it's very difficult to make. Like in the grand scheme of things, it shouldn't be as difficult as we think it is, because it's like it's just layers of stuff.
1: Yeah, but no, but there's a there's a delicate balance. Yeah,
2: the possibility
1: mm-hmm.
2: of fucking lasagna, up yeah, is so much bigger than fucking up spaghetti, because like spaghetti is one of the first things you learn how to cook. It's like hot dogs, eggs, spaghetti.
1: Yeah. Now, I I guess my thing is, because don't get me wrong. In my lifetime, mm-hmm. I have been tried, titillated and tempted by the harlot that is lasagna.
2: This nigga said.
1: All right. I'm not above. I'm not above wow. falling for the temptations wow. of a lasagna. Wow. But. Not a harlot. But let me tell you right now, because this is this is where we get a little apples to oranges, okay? Because a lot of the lasagna that you love is just repackaged bowls of spaghetti. Because when you look at when you look at a pasta noodle of lasagna uncooked, it's just a sheet of spaghetti's lined up against each other. It's just a long rectangle of spaghetti's. That haven't become spaghettis yet. If I chopped up that little, that little square, that little rectangle and boiled it, what would I have? Spaghetti.
2: But see, I think that is just an indictment of pasta as a whole. Like everything, like pasta is is spaghetti, is linguine, is fettuccine, is whatever the fucking eenies. And I, what all of these names are, it's spaghetti with a different cutter.
1: I just think that the only reason that I brought it up was because I think it's important that we that we get a, a whole a whole rounded conversation around the fact that you say you're not a pasta person mm-hmm. but the thing that you chose mm-hmm. is a pasta in a different form. you know what I mean it's no, it, no, no. It, I, to when me, I eat
2: when I eat pasta, uh-huh that's what I go for usually. Like if I'm going to want pasta, like I just had lasagna yesterday, like a, uh, at the stand, like the green lasagna is very good. So, when I want pasta, because it's like also, I feel like that I just had like my mom makes really good spaghetti, yeah. and we've all had bad spaghetti, mm-hmm. but I feel like I've had enough spaghetti in my life. I'm just like, I get it, I get it.
1: So you just get all of it. Like even even the spaghetti, the handmade spaghetti, even the stuff. You go roll your eyes at me like there are levels (laughs) to this spaghetti game.
2: Listen, I can tell you as a child. So the levels as a child, Mm -hmm. any of that's just let you know, any of that Chef Boyardee shit in a can. Yeah. Me and my brother and I refuse to eat. And I'm talking about it like one, two, three years old.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: Not having it. Sure. So already at two, I might be eating sand, but I won't eat SpaghettiOs. Okay. Right? Like my brother ate rat poison, would not eat SpaghettiOs. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yep, yep. I hear you loud and clear.
2: (laughs) Right. Now, are you, did you enjoy the uh, gastronomic attack that was Chef Boyardee?
1: I from time to time dabbled. In the culinary stylings
2: mm.
1: of a Chef Boyardi, mm. which is apparently how he says it. I had no idea.
2: I met the there, man. There I apologize. A, for-
1: there was a commercial where he was like, Chef Boyardi, And people stopped. <laughs> and they were like, wait. is Hold that- on. So did the actor make a mistake or have we just all been saying it wrong the entire time?
2: Well, it's like when, so Guy Fieri was on an episode of uh, Great North. Mm-hmm. And my character, Honeybee, was like talking about this book that he, cause like he comes to her in like a vision, right? Yeah. And so I was just saying Fieri, cause that's how I usually hear it. But I had to go back and re record because his last name is pronounced Fieri. It's not Fieri.
1: That, yeah, yeah. And you so know I what? was like,
2: and I, and I respected it because I correct people on how to pronounce my name yeah. all the time. Mm hmm oh, you're saying your name wrong. I'm like, no, it is dulce. It is Italian, not Sp- It's Spanish, not Italian. They go, oh, bro. When that dulce, when dulce de leche stuff started coming out, I was like the ice cream. They're like, oh, with a U. Yes, bitch, with a U. So yeah, there's like, I understand it's like in the culinary world, things get pronounced differently. But I can say, I do have moments when I want pasta. So if I, so like sometimes I'll order pasta if I don't want the itis-inducing meal, that is lasagna. Cause you're you're down for the count. If you eat a lasagna, you're not doing nothing else for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Lasagna's sit down. You know, with spaghetti, it's sometimes I'm like okay, cause like especially ordering food in New York. Like if I'm gonna order a twenty dollar, twenty five dollar dish of pasta, I can't bring myself to pay twenty something bucks for spaghetti. For the same way that I can't order a quesadilla in a restaurant. Because I'm not giving you okay. 20 bucks for a quesadilla. Like, I can't do it. So, like, I don't even get, I don't care if it's a linguine, if it's a fettuccine, rigatoni, whatever the f- inies and anies and, you know, a lot of matapias, whatever. Spaghetti is that thing you just very much learn at a very early age how to make. Mm-hmm. Um, I have recently found out on TikTok that we weren't supposed to be breaking the noodles in half. Apparently what you're supposed to do is just let them be long and then the hot water will just make it come down into the pot. So apparently we're not supposed to be like, yeah.
1: So what what about the, what, what about the, won't that make one side of the noodles extra soft while the other side is a little bit firmer?
2: I think the same thing, but I think, I guess it happens so quickly that the pasta gets soft enough to get, I completely thought the same thing, that the side in the water is gonna cook, It's gonna be more cooked than the side that's hanging out the side of the pot. Yeah, I thought the same thing.
1: Yeah, because, all right. I also Um.
2: always thought if none of us have a pot this big, why isn't spaghetti half as long?
1: Yeah, because in my mind, the breaking it in half, didn't you break it in half when you put it in the box?
2: Of course. But like when people cook, so like if you're at home making, because you know, people love fettuccine Alfredo. And when I say people, you know who I'm talking about. Humans. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of them look like us. But when people make fettuccine Alfredo at home, do they break the noodles in half?
1: I don't think so. No.
2: So you think people, so you think it's
1: just with spaghetti? But those fall quicker. The fettuccine. I think that, well, you know, angel hair spaghetti angel hair is is even thinner so then that one falls immediately i'll throw it out there as a as a another pro the spaghetti overall is diverse enough that if there's not one you like there might be another one you like so some people like whole wheat some people like the regular just store brand straight like product of they italy spaghetti they make whole spaghetti.
2: wheat lasagna noodles
1: they have no angel hair lasagna there's no extra thin lasagna out here lasagna comes at a certain consistency and then you got to bake it from there.
2: So you're saying that lasagna you're, so you're saying that lasagna only has one thickness, only has one speed
1: that I've so, seen.
2: I, could I be can't wrong, say, but
1: I I'm not seeing some wild thick or wild thin lasagna.
2: I can say the the thickness of a lasagna I think it's a certain consist. I've been in restaurants and I'm like, oh, this is not as thick as uh as the ones I've had. It's like the ones in the store seem to be thicker than the ones in a restaurant. But because like I think when the lasagna is like it get for pasta is just diverse as a thing. So you can always change the different topics. But like, have you ever had baked spaghetti?
1: Baked spaghetti?
2: Like in a cast? Like I have. I remember the first time I had. Yeah. it, I was like. What is this for? I didn't enjoy it.
1: Maybe I thought the same thing.
2: Because I'm like, this is supposed to be moving. It's spaghetti.
1: Yeah. Because I remember when I saw it listed, I was at um, someone's birthday, I believe. And there was a prefix menu for everyone there. And I think that baked spaghetti was one of the the things. And in my head, I was like, ah, why? Like, I guess they just liked it, but...
2: Well, I also feel like if you're doing baked spaghetti, I feel like you don't have the skills to make lasagna.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This
2: is what I got. Put it in a pan.
0: Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments,
2: the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me. A Survivor winner.
0: Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: When people talk about like Italian cooking or like French cooking, I'm always just like, I'm not fucking impressed. I'm not. Cause like this is the other thing. I'm fuck, I'm just not. Okay? A fuck with lasagna, cause I fuck with lasagna. But for the most part, I don't fuck with pasta really, right? So
1: <laughs> think
2: about this.
1: Think okay. about this. Okay.
2: As Americans, the thing about Italian cooking that we're the most aware of is pasta, right? Yeah. Now you know. Marco Polo, 1300s, goes to China, brings back the concept of the noodle. Mm-hmm. So if it weren't for them Chinese, what would we be talking about from Italy, right? And I believe also the tomato was a new world dish, was a new world vegetable, right? New world plant. So I think before... Columbus monkey ass hopped in three boats and came over here bothering people. I don't think they had tomatoes. Okay. So the question is, if two white men had not got adventurous, what the hell would we be eating from Italy? That's all I want to know.
1: Mm, think about it. They still had olives.
2: They still got olives. We know that. hmm We know that. They they known for the olive, Okay. They out here doing lots with the olive and focaccia and ciabatta, whatever the fucking eaters and adders and eaters. But all I'm saying is that I feel like that we have to start going. European cooking styles can't be the penultimate cooking style. This can't be the thing we emulate.
1: Yeah, if it was, they wouldn't have left.
2: You left. The Chinese didn't colonize shit, but maybe Korea.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that if you're, it, it's, yeah, it is a tough sell to say that we make the best foods of all time when you left in search for flavor.
2: The folks that was really out here searching for flavor were the British, cause they had nothing, nothing, but the potato, <laughs> the potato, the potato. Okay, so and they, they had to leave, they had bread. That bread, that bread and meat. You've okay. been, you were in the UK, you tasted that food.
1: I, I did indeed, but I- I
2: had some weird vegetable, what was it? Surlax, Similax, Celiac, something. Yeah. And it was I, like, they was like, oh, it's like a parsnip and it was like, it tasted like if somebody had mixed mashed potatoes with like celery juice.
1: That sounds horrible.
2: Oh, it was though, and it was baked. I was like, "Nigga, you are." Oh, I don't have enough white ancestry to enjoy this. Come on, bro.
1: So, Mm-mm. when you have your lasagna,
2: yes, it's nice.
1: I'm curious. Do you have any breadcrumbs at the top? Do you go for breadcrumbs baked in with the cheese?
2: If someone did it that way, then I will, and I'll, I'll have to take it. But. I've never been, I don't, no, no. I also don't, but I I don't like bread crumbs on top of mac and cheese either.
1: So, okay, so, okay. I
2: want a cheese top. Don't sprinkle bread on the wet bread. Don't sprinkle dry, dry bread on the wet bread and bake it. Okay,
1: all right, all right. All right, because this is the thing. Prove to me
2: pasta's not wet bread. Look. Ah, all ah, ah,
1: All I am saying.
2: Prove to me That pasta is not wet bread.
1: All I am saying.
2: Mm -mm. Don't you use that tone with me.
1: (laughs) All I'm saying is that I think that we're finding out a lot of ways that we like the meal prepare that are very different. So I'm trying to find some common ground so that we can, you know, pretty much agree that. Spaghetti's better than lasagna. Um, I'm, I'm never, to find- I'm,
2: but you know what? I'm gonna tell you this. My homeboy David Perdue is
1: uh-huh. an
2: amazing comedian. You know David Perdue? Yeah. yeah,
1: I know David Perdue.
2: Or as me and Rob Hayes call him, the Reverend Doctor Brother David Perdue,
1: because mm-hmm.
2: he's very much a peacekeeper. So his yeah. grandpa, who passed away recently at the ripe age of ninety four, they think they can never found his birth certificate. Um, grandpa had certain things that he would and would not eat. And grandpa specifically said, "Uh, just for an example, David's brother was on the phone with their grandpa. And his grandpa was like, what you doing? He's like, I'm making a smoothie. He's like, what's a smoothie? He's like, oh, it's got like yogurt and fruit and all that other stuff. And grandpa goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Granddad goes like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just eat the fruit. And so now every time I make a smoothie, I'm just like, I just can't eat the
1: fruit. Also, imagine being older than smoothies. (laughs)
0: Because
1: you glossed over in the story when a smoothie was being made and his granddad said, what's that?
2: (laughs) But we all had to learn what smoothies were.
1: We all had to learn what smoothies were. I'm saying that imagine being like, you know, we're all blessed if we get to live to that age where you live long enough that there are things that are new to you that seem old to other people, but yes. you're living your life in a way where it just passed you by. Like, like it's like how a lot I of people- I learned about smoothies
2: when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, like I learned smoothie about smoothies Kings when I was a kid.
2: Yeah, because Smoothie Kings started to pop up. We all went, the fuck is a smoothie?
1: Yeah, but I, I think that there's gonna be stuff, just like now, you, you see more um, bidets in people's homes. But sometimes there are people who are like in their 20s before they found out what a bidet was.
2: I was in my 20s before I used one.
1: So I'm saying imagine us getting to an age one day where there's a thing that's like, no, this is this is a like it's infused in the culture. How did you miss this? But you're old enough where you're like, not only was I not only was that not a thing when I was a kid, but I managed to like live most of my life without coming into contact with one.
2: It was like when my niece asked me one day, she was like, cause like my homegirl wouldn't give her a phone, like get her a cell phone. Mm-hmm. And then she had to be like 11 or 12 at the time. And she was like, Tia, what kind of phone did you have when you were my age? And I was like, China, we didn't have phones. And she's like, oh, you didn't have a phone? And I was like, and I'm like me and her grandma sitting there. And I was like, no, we didn't have, no one had a phone because there were no, she was like, what do you mean? I was like, my uncle had a car phone. And then no one else had a cell phone because there were no cell phones. Like, the fact that, like, I remember when email started. I was saying to somebody the other day, I was like, remember when you wouldn't put your real name on the internet?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, everyone's first email address.
1: Was, like, hot sphinx 40.
2: (laughs) Right. Unicorn sphinx 99. No one's real name. And then, just a few years later, it's like, Here's my credit card. Here's my social security. And we were just like, here's my fucking thumbprint. And it's like, flew out the fucking window. But grandpa said, granddad said that spaghetti is kid food. And when I heard it, I was like, yes.
1: I couldn't have a bigger no.
2: For the same way that cheese pizza is kid food.
1: I think that what's happening here. Mm -hmm. Is that there are things that you have maybe early or first when you're a kid. It doesn't make them kid food.
2: I was eating supreme pizzas when I was fucking nine years old. It might have been a little slice. But when my mama ordered a pizza, there was meat and vegetables on that bitch. And we was going to eat that. Okay. We were putting scotch bonnet hot sauce on fucking (laughs) square cut. I love a square cut pizza. On square cut. Supreme pizza slices. So as a But as a kid, I didn't like cheese pizza because I was like, where's the rest of the stuff? I've seen the commercial. Give yeah. me the shit. Also, in elementary school, they would give us cheese pizza or the pizza with the little square kind of bacon bit kind of fucking pepperoni on it. So when you say to me, cheese pizza's kid food, you remember off the elementary school, they gave you that fucking awful cheese pizza and then the corn... Because we've all run on for years, it's got the juice, right? So Ella <laughs> Boy is great. You know, he's now the ambassador for like the South South Dakota Corn Festival or some shit.
1: That's hilarious.
2: Look at God. Look at God. Um, but yeah, it's kid. So like that's the other thing with spaghetti. I'm like, this is kid, this is kid food. I think that's maybe like the other reason I don't eat it, because I have a sophisticated palate.
1: uh uh-uh. So No, no. <laughs> Not whatsoever, none. I knew you were gonna let me no, get away with it. Thank you, Nada. What do
2: no you mean? So you have
1: palate. Nigga, come on. You, try you, to say you it. come on. Let's 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 break it down right now. Tell me okay. something that's in lasagna that's mm-hmm. just never in a bowl of spaghetti. Because you have ricotta. meat. You don't think that they can put a little ricotta at the top they of could, a bowl of They could, but they do when
2: when, pe- when you had spaghetti growing up. Mm-hmm. What did it come with? Marinator sauce, meat, a meat sauce, which was either sauce out of a jar or a can. And then-
1: Nope.
2: Oh, y'all was at the house making sauce from scratch? Fuck out of here.
1: Do you, so you don't think, you don't think we could make sauce from scratch?
2: I'm not saying you weren't. I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying
1: you didn't. You're telling me, you tell me- I'm telling you- The whole you, life I lived that I never from When you was at your scratch. mama's house- <laughs>
2: When you was at your mama's house, Uh y'all was cracking over ragu, prego, like everybody, you was opening that tall can or popping that jar and added it to that ground beef you cooked up.
1: Depends. On what? It depends on the day. If this is a day that I'm getting home or I need something quick, then yes, it's, it's it's a jar of ragu. It's a jar of whatever that other one you mentioned was. Prego. But- If it's the weekend and we got all day, let's put in work, okay? So
2: you what? You getting a can of the crushed tomatoes? Mm -hmm. No, you only just crush your
1: own tomatoes.
2: Fine. So you bought some tomatoes, crushed them. Mm -hmm. Then put some salt and some oregano, some basil, and you made it hot. Congratulations.
1: So now, okay, but this is the thing that no, you can't move the goalposts like this because first you were <laughs> like, you would never, post? you did never. And now when I'm like, hey, what if we did? You're like, well, whoop de doo. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's still, that's what I'm saying. It's kid food, it's simple shit.
1: It's not, it's not kid food. By that logic, lasagna is kid food.
2: Absolutely not. There's so much work that goes until la- there's layering. There's measurements. There's you layering make
1: and measurement. What do you measure it? What do you measure the amount of meat between the layers? What are you talking yes, about?
2: Because you have to make it even. You can't have one layer thicker than the other. Also, you don't want to fuck around and run out of meat. If you layer this shit up wrong, if you've got... Because the thing is, you've got ricotta. Then you got a shredded cheese. Okay? Then you got your sauce and then you got your meat. If your calculations ain't correct... This shit gonna be too dry. It's gonna be too wet. You're gonna have too much meat or too much cheese on the left. We're out here for consistency, okay? We are building. We are growing together, coming together as a community, okay? To make.
1: Don't you try to PT your lasagna (laughs) argument on me, all right? The simple fact. that you're half a measurement away from making bad lasagna at all times is why spaghetti superior. Almost all lasagna is is just on a teeter. It's, it's walking on a tightrope in that oven. Because,
2: of course, because just like anything that is made wet and has to dry out. Think about the time that you've had dressing and somebody did not leave their dressing in the oven long enough. Or the bigger sin, leaving your dressing in the oven too long.
1: So just for those that don't know that we're a bit confused in that moment by dressing, we do mean Thanksgiving dish, yes. you know, yes. stuffing, some call it, but dressing, yes.
2: I, I, stuffing and dressing is not the same.
1: I know it's not the same, but it like, it puts the picture in the mind for the people who yes. don't call that's it dressing. Yes,
2: the, that's, the, that's the Caucasian equivalent. Again, it's something, thank you, because again, like the Daniel Fast, I'm not explaining and looking up, this is the life I live, this is the God I chose. So... That's what I'm saying. There's a difficulty level to lasagna.
1: There's it no just diff- funny if throughout the podcast, I just kept stopping to be like, just so you know. Like, so even when are like, that's not the life I live, that's not the guy I trust. Like, oh, uh, just so you know, when she says the life she lives.
2: Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Just have a full commentary to the <laughs> just a
2: full commentary. I can tell you something that my mom used to make that I actually was craving the other day, and I didn't make it because... It got late and I was tired Um, because I've been working all fucking day. Mm-hmm. I think she made this one day because she thought we had spaghetti sauce and we didn't. Okay. Or it was something that my grandma used to make for her when she was a kid. So you like cook up a pot of spaghetti, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then you cook up some ground beef. And then you just take some butter and a bunch of pepper, maybe a little bit of milk okay throw a sp- make a little sauce out of that it's probably like a whole stick of butter because it was like a whole like a big old box of lasagna and a pound of ground beef and you put the spaghetti in that pot in that butter sauce little garlic powder a little regular we got you know we gotta season the house down boots <laughs> season that up now what I mean by house down boots is a term look it up and then just ground beef butter and spaghetti that shit, whenever my mama made that. I was so happy. It's one of my favorite things. But it's like I said, it's very simplistic. You know what I mean? It's not, you know, my mother wasn't breaking out the fucking Julia Child's cookbook to make pasta, ground beef or butter. Wasn't happening. But was I very happy to get it?
1: Yes. Okay.
2: I almost made it one day. Hell, I might make it tonight. Shit. I probably won't. But what I'm talking about is... <laughs> because the other night I really did want it and I just was like fuck it I'll just order something because it was by the time I looked up I was like it's 11 o'clock I'm not cooking pasta and ground beef at 11 o'clock at night the fuck
0: Stephen Colbert here to tell you about the Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast for the Late Show with my producer Becca. Uh, Becca, how long have you been producing this podcast?
1: I've been producing this podcast for two years now.
0: And your favorite thing about
1: it? The extended moments for sure.
0: Right, because sometimes I'll interview like a big star for twenty five minutes and we can only put like fourteen minutes on air. Where can people get that?
1: On the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: And who produces that?
1: Uh I, I help out. It's a team effort. Look, I think that anything that goes into a lasagna can go into a delicious bowl of spaghetti. Have you ever anything been that goes into to the a meatball lasagna? shop? Have you ever played over at the meatball shop where you see what they could do with a bowl of spaghetti? They can give you any meatball, the type that you want. They can give you different types you of this. pasta. The they meatball, can give you different combinations.
2: I hear you. But that's the thing with pasta, though. Listen, pasta has always given me a kind of poor person vibe. It's the versatility of pasta is great, but the versatility <laughs> has always given me what, what did what did Logan say? Pervoderty?
1: Oh yeah, the pervoderty. Mm-hmm. So here's, I guess it's this is always
2: the thing. it's always given me. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna make it.
1: Okay. All right. So,
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Cuz like I and the day that I realized it is like I think I saw I was watching Matteo Lane cook. Matteo's going to murder me. But he was like, "Yeah, you're making this." He was I think it was like the cacio pepe or some shit. And so it's like, "Yeah, you always reserve a cup of the pasta water to do this." And I was like, "Hmm. Reduce, reuse. poverty.
1: Uh, okay, look.
2: It just struck me as a very poor person move. Like, I get it. Or it's like you need the starch from the water to thicken the sauce. I also understand how corn... St- I understand how starch works because if you're making a gravy, you either use cornstarch or flour to thicken it. I get it, right? Because when you think about it, marinara sauce is kind of just gravy.
1: Before you continue to say untenable things...
2: do you mean? It's in I, the same family.
1: The idea of red gravy, I cannot stand for right now.
2: You've never and had red I, eye gravy?
1: No, I have not.
2: I think I've maybe only had it one time. I... Honestly, my favorite gravy is biscuit gravy. So if you really want to know what's happened, like white gravy, oh, get in my mouth.
1: I, yeah, it's not for me.
2: You don't like biscuit gravy? It's all right. How do I end this?
1: So how we're gonna I, kick this to you, the listener. You know, this we we are gonna, gonna send this over to you. What do you think? Do you appreciate the versatility of spaghetti, or do you like the high stakes?
2: Wait, wait, wait! No, 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 no! Before we, no, 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 no. What spaghetti? So you're only talking about the sp- the specific noodle of spaghetti. You're not include. Are, you do- are you doing another tomato soup thing? No. We're including fettuccine and linguine. I
1: and have the- not mentioned those this entire episode.
2: Okay, I'm just making sure. Now, when you talk about the versatility of spaghetti, it's either a marinara sauce, a pesto, or a white sauce, right?
1: No, there's limon, and there's, uh, there's white one more. sauce. Limon counts as white?
2: What color is it?
1: I mean, it's clear, I guess.
2: The- oh. Bro, bro. Sir! Or you're talking about like oil, just like, you know, olive oil on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you're making lasagna, you can do a marinara, you can do a white sauce, you can be a pesto. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, you can't talk about the versatility of spaghetti and then say that everything that you find in lasagna, you can also find on spaghetti.
1: No, that's exactly what you can do. I'm I'm saying. But
2: no one's put, like, when you're making a regular dish of spaghetti, uh-huh. you're not using ricotta. You know, you're not layering things. You can, but, like, regular spaghetti is like, all right, I cooked some type of meat, maybe. Or it's just pasta and sauce.
1: Yeah, that's but even, even chicken pasta is a different thing to what you'll find in lasagna.
2: You can put chicken, it's just a white lasagna, you put chicken in it. You do a veggie lasagna and then, because my mom was like, we'd get the veggie one and then she'd add chicken. You know, because the veggie one was like a white one with like spinach and like carrots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm what I'm saying is it's like lasagna is also versatile because you can make it, you know, vegetarian. You can make it vegan. You can put all the meats in it. You can put any types of meat in it. They're both versatile because at the end of the day, they're both pasta, right?
1: yeah which is I'm why j- I'm not saying all pasta versus lasagna i'm 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 saying that
2: spaghetti versus lasagna, yeah but what I'm saying is that the same sauces you would put on spaghetti they're interchangeable. only thing we're talking about is a difference of the presentation of a noodle because mm-hmm. if you wanted to, if you were truly nuts is you could lay out you could layer spaghetti up
1: to make I really a don't want you to finish this sentence. <laughs> That that did not need to be said. No one but people, needs that but people in their off- eye mind. No. no one needs to see that. All right. No, no one needs that violence in their no. life, on their plates or in their ovens. All that's right? why I don't like, ba- in that's fact, like
2: baked spaghetti. is weird.
1: If anybody does that, if, anybody, if anybody's out here thinking, wow, that was a great idea that Dulce just had, I rebuke you and I ah, hope that ah. the demon is cast out of you that would even have you think. You need to choose between spaghetti or lasagna. Don't try to mix this up and make some weird twisted abomination. There's there's something to be said for how, because this is one thing that I will concede to you. Okay, this is a thing where I'll I'll be honest so that people don't act like I'm being crazy out here and unreasonable. Okay, Mm -hmm. when lasagna is done right, it's incredible.
2: Increible. Like the green lasagna that I had to stand last night. I might go and have it at night.
1: But to get there, Mm. there is there is some there's some danger. There is some way that it could get messed up along the way that's not fixable, you know. And now you have a whole dish, a whole casserole type dish Mm. of something that you don't want to eat that just depresses you when you look at it in the fridge. And I Mm. just think that it's more worth it to maybe potentially go on this safer route. With a spaghetti and some meat and some some sauce, that's harder to mess up because Which I think that it? the consistency you were talking about consistency before the consistency with spaghetti is rarely matched.
2: Because, it's be, but it's because it's that's like saying, oh, I couldn't fuck up these apple slices.
1: I I suppose if you if you want to make it that bland, I, then hey, I won't stop you. Not, but not I'm saying. Bland. I'm saying if someone made an apple pie and it was trash and now you have a big ass apple pie that's trash, that's going to be way more depressing than if someone gave you apple slices that you can't mess up because God did it, nature brought it, and now they're cut up for you to eat and enjoy. you're
2: saying you like spaghetti because it's harder to mess up.
1: I've had way more messed up lasagna in my life than I've had messed up spaghetti.
2: See, I can't say the same.
1: Really? So in all the the years that you've been having lasagna and spaghetti, I know you don't like pasta like that, but you're saying that your spaghetti has been more often messed up than the lasagna.
2: I'll say I haven't had, there's been, I think for me the times where I've felt like lasagna was messed up was either there was too much cheese. Because sometimes like mozzarella, it gets to the point where it's like, oh, this is just gross. Right. OK. Um. It's either been too much cheese or it's just been dry. Mm hmm. And then spaghetti, it's the noodles are wrong. The sauce isn't flavorful. There's just not enough. I hate dry food. Right. OK. Yeah. So but I feel like if I, but I don't order spaghetti out because it's so easy. To, it's like it's like buying a bologna sandwich in my brain.
1: And no, and look, I'm not going to fight you on that because I I get spaghetti sometimes when I'm out, but that's if it's like a pasta limon or, or if it's something that I know I'm not going to do myself. So
2: you're going to have a dish that has the spaghetti as the noodle.
1: Exactly. But it's not the
2: regular spaghetti and meatballs. Also, what I wanted to say earlier was I think sometimes the, the meatball shot, I think sometimes our meatballs are too big.
1: So you just hate good. You no, just no, no, no. you you just hate the fact that they gave you these extra big balls of, of delicious meat. And now you're going to sit back here I'm and just tell saying me
2: there should be an option. Also, when they would come to the show, anytime they brought the pork ones, they were always underdone. Every time.
1: Really? I didn't every, know
2: that. every time. I know that this is going to be contentious because people hold pasta in such a high regard you can be mad at me i promise you i don't give any kind of a fuck <laughs> Jeez. you ain't got to message me you ain't got to post on nothing i promise you i don't give a good goddamn about how you feel about this fucking spaghetti or lasagna because what? i don't really give a shit to start with so don't spend your time trying to message me to not say was wrong okay but i promise you i don't care now, with the vanilla, I wanted to know how you felt about vanilla. Because I feel like the thing that I could never really fully get is, is, is exotic, okay? People had to hunt vanilla down. It's not the same. I care more about that conversation okay. than I do about pasta. So what I want you to do <laughs> is when you feel the need in your heart to go, don't say you was wrong. And lasagna is this and spaghetti is that. Just remember that spaghetti it's just lasagna cut up in strips.
1: Wait, 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 what did you do? Ju- no, 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 no. Yes. You can't take my thing from before.
2: <laughs> you weren't, that's what was, That's that's what the point that I made later. All this pasta shit is the same. We have to acknowledge that. All of, it's pasta, it's all the fucking same. I- we have to, now yes, is the is the?
1: I'm being gaslit ex- live.
2: No, you're not being gaslit live because I said because remember I said earlier that I thought that all pasta was poor people food anyway, <laughs> and it moves like poor people food. Oh, okay, oh, it might as well God. be the Vienna sausages.
0: So oh, what I'm saying is God.
2: that I didn't disagree with you. Because when you were talking about the different thicknesses and consistencies and stuff like that, I didn't disagree with that. But I'm saying is I like lasagna more
1: uh-huh.
2: because of how the ingredients are presented
1: mm-hmm.
2: and because it's harder to make
1: mm-hmm.
2: and more time went into it. Okay. I appreciate it. I see. With spaghetti, any any goober can fucking make spaghetti. If you can make water hot and open a jar, fucking ta-da.
1: Mm, mm, okay. So. That's the uh,
2: overarching message is I don't really like pasta.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I got a sip of some Haterade there, but yeah, yeah.
2: it's not Haterade. Not- I- Italians are fine. I've had many of them kiss my neck. That's not what I'm saying.
1: No, but I'm, I'm s- not talking about Italians. I'm talking about I don't know why you hate the access to the delicious spaghetti. All right.
2: I don't like pasta in general. I'm not. not it's like it's not a huge dislike. It's like I'm not a fuck. If I pick a restaurant, mm-hmm. I, ordered a ta- I ordered some pasta two weeks ago. Okay. I, before that, I don't remember the last time I had it. I see. So I'm not a pasta person. I'm really a bread. Like I said earlier, I'm not a pasta person. I'm not a bread person. I'm not a beer person. Because pasta, bread, and beer are the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost of wheat, they are the solid liquid gas.
1: Well, thank you for listening. And do you have anything coming up, uh, Dulce? Anything you want to throw to the people?
2: I'm going to be at the hideout in Chicago. And let me tell you something. This, friends, double feature, okay? Because it's going to be me headlining, okay? At, like, I think the show is, whatever. Doors open at 730. Then, then, at, after my show, is Shalaya with Sharp show, The show that I am producing, her one-woman show called Don't Reach in the Bag, about her life's arc during the six years that she worked at an adult video store in Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm talking about late 90s, early 2000s. I'm talking, talking about watching porn change from the VHS to the DVD, okay? The characters that would come in. Having explained that shit to her parents. All of that. A hideout Chicago, September 30th. Come through, spin your coins. And there's a nice looking man in Chicago. So if you want to just come say hi to the kid, you know, don't bring your baby mom. I missed you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, please check out Dulce Say and check out What well, Both both shows are gonna be phenomenal. And if you're looking to catch up with me, I believe this will be when the episode comes out. But I am gonna be in Phoenix um September 15th and 16th at uh CB Live. So get those tickets as well. Phoenix. And uh, it'll it'll be it'll be hot, but it'll be fun. We're gonna have a great time though. Three shows. Thursday is going to be at 7.30 and Friday is at 7 and 9.30 and that yeah, is in Josh, Phoenix, Arizona.
2: Bring Josh a cup of cold water and some lotion because Phoenix. <laughs> <Dry>.
1: <laughs> Thank y'all. Y'all have a great rest of the day and the weekend.
2: Pasta! Ugh.
0: Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.